There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. <laughs> really? Are you peeing over there? Boy, did I have to go. Yeah, barely. <laughs> Welcome to the family with... Doug Sprinthal. Co-host, Catherine Brandt. Melissa Kirk. Andy Brandt Bernard. And Cassie Schrader. And we'll be right back kick things off with the family. Yeah. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? At, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Are we back already? Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. It's, oh, someone's hitting that post. Live spot Thursday. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com, and Doug Sprint. I'm only marginally prepared for the spot, so I'll do my best, and then I'll oh, reprise nice. it later. They are, I just found out, and I'm looking for the email. They're having a job fair. I believe it's next Wednesday at the corporate office. So we are looking for – our business has expanded. We're actually opening a brand-new Subaru store in Burnsville and this fall, another one in South St. Paul. And we are hiring up to 30 salespeople. We also need text. There's a lot of information that I'd like to share, but it'd be easiest if you just email me at dougatwalzer.com, and I'll pass on all the info that way. So. Andy, tech, what? jobs, oh. tech, jobs, okay. Walzer. <laughs> God, listen to you. <laughs> Walzer Automotive Group, Walzer.com. Ooh, a little Aerosmith. Yeah, we're giving away tickets to Aerosmith. Everybody's all fired up about it. It's like one of my bands that are on my bucket list, I think. Yeah. I'm going to go out and see you, but... Uh, when is it? Uh, I probably can't. But. <laughs> I have a question about Aerosmith. So yeah. They all grew up together, right? They're yeah. from Mass. Mm-hmm. If you listen to Steven Tyler, he talks sort of normal. Then you listen to Joe Perry, and he I sounds know. like one of the boys from Dorchester. It's like, well, what, 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 Steve, what happened to your accent? It's so strange. It I know sisters that are from uh, southern Florida, and one of them has zero accent, and the other one sounds like she just stepped out of, you know, the 1930s Alabama. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> How like can you have such different accents? Some of y'all have been down south too much. I'm going to tell you a little bit about this. That's my, my accent, really. I haven't Tony Joe White. Yet. Tony Joe. God, we found out yesterday, Doug, and I didn't even know this, 
that Vince Flynn and James Gandolfini died on the exact same day. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. I didn't either. He's still astonished by this. Well, I, I just, I, I don't, I remember them both passing away, obviously, but it seems like James Gandolfini only died a couple of years ago. I know. It doesn't seem like it's been that long. No. no and, and Vince, it seems like it's been a long time. I think it's because I have watched The Sopranos the full seasons like three times. Yeah. Like, I yeah. think the last time I watched it was a couple of years ago, so it, you kind of wow. get that disillusion yeah. that he's still alive. So, yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, my God, he died, what is it, six, seven years ago, six years ago? How many I, years? I bet it's closer to ten. How many years was the show on? Oh, gosh. Well, it skipped a, a couple of years. It went, like, a, it had a series, and then it skipped a year and then came back. So, I don't know, all told, what, ten years maybe? Maybe more than it's that. It's always interesting to watch the first few episodes and then the last couple of episodes and just see how people have changed in 10 years. It's amazing. Oh, it, God, it yeah. It's amazing. January 10th of 1999, yeah. and the final episode was June 10th, 2007. So it was only eight years. Yeah. Okay. God, that's amazing. It was only eight years. It seemed like it was about 10. God. My favorite line ever in The Sopranos is when Tony Soprano is trying to trying to get some money out of a of a Hasidic Jew. The shakedown. <laughs> He's trying to get money out of a Hasidic Jew, and he goes, listen here, ZZ Top. There's there so many favorite yeah, lines, yeah. but I remember Oh, that, I know. I, I think uh, Paulie's in a, it's like, like a first season he goes into starbucks oh, and he's all pissed yeah. off about cultural appropriation yeah, and he's like he starts taking <laughs> mugs and stuff, and stuff. And he, oh he stole the, a coffee pot right. remember he, he calls it star the cappuccino that's ours <laughs> no he called it butt f's yeah that's right oh <laughs> he had his places his butt then he calls <laughs> it my favorite Polly walnuts line of all time though is when uh Steve Sharippa, and I can't remember who the other guy was. God, I can see his face, but I can't remember his name. But he's, he, he was even bigger than Steve Sharippa. Mm. And Paulie Wallace comes and goes, look at this, before and way before. <laughs> <laughs> he was such a lovable character on that show. I mean, oh, Paulie was? Yes. Yeah, until he offed his mom's roommate in the nursing home. Farther than yeah. that. Well, he's protected his mom. He's a good boy. She, she kills an 85-year-old woman. You guys. Yeah, he's great. Do you remember him talking? Some guy complimented him on his, on his uh, figure. Remember that? <laughs> I don't remember oh, that God, one. I can't say the word anymore, but uh, I don't know what else I can put in, put in place of it. Okay, Wait. I'm going to say, you know, like, like fragments are called frags. He didn't say frags, but yeah. right. close to that. He goes, you know, uh, back when I was in the Army, we, uh, you know, we used to lift weights and everything, and my sergeant came over one day and goes, you know, uh, you got a hell of a form there. Now, look, he was half a frag, but still, I was, uh, I was flattered. God. <laughs> still, God, I was brutal. flattered. Okay, well, thanks, Polly. You know, you grew up in Massachusetts. Yeah, well, I grew up there and here. And here. And then we also, uh, you know, Catherine and I spent a lot of time in New York and all the rest of it. Those characters are not invented. Oh, no. <laughs> They're really are people like that. Yeah, Which, they're all, well, they were all over the place. <laughs> just ask Paul Mercurio. He grew up with yeah, those guys. Exactly. Kind of. yeah. Paul Mercurio. I got oh, God. Oh, whatever happened? He never to called me back yesterday. yesterday. Oh, he didn't? No. Oh, well, give him a call. I got a cool, um, what? Whatever I knew. What? I thought you said whatever happened to somebody. I didn't. Oh, that's what I thought you said. <laughs> Sorry about that. I just. Oh, I mean, I thought he was going to call into the show yesterday. I thought so, too, but he, he called me, but then he didn't call on the show. Yeah. He said oh, he's going to call me back. He said he didn't realize you were live on air, and he would call you back. But he didn't, so I'll have to call him back after the show today. That would be good. Uh, by the way, just a quick update, because we don't cover a whole lot of politics or race on the show anymore. Uh, everything... <laughs> so it's only a 15-minute podcast? <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's Sorry. on the, ra the radio. We can do it, but not on a podcast. I just, you know, it's too much. So basically, I'll just give you an update. As far as politics is concerned, everything sucks. And as far as race relations are concerned, everything sucks. So good. We're all covered. There we go. Got Daily it. update. Right. It's everything you need right there. God, people are complaining about everything now. What now? Oh, what was the latest I saw? Some guy was deeply hurt for no reason at all, but he was deeply hurt. I can't he even was just what sitting was. around deeply hurt. Had he been stabbed or yeah, something? No, it was just his feelings were hurt. I can't remember what it was. What, Back what in the good old days about. when men didn't have feelings. I know. Only anger. 
<laughs> we, beat, we beat our women and they loved it. And they oh loved us for it. it. Uh, Vincent Van Gogh's revolver, the one he killed himself with, yeah, just went on the market, sold for one hundred eighty-three thousand dollars. How do you know that's a real look at a real this one? Thing. You, you see this? Wonder. Yeah, look at that thing. That thing oh, is old, God. man. Wow. Quite old. It's mostly trigger too. <laughs> Most of the guns are trigger. Did he kill himself in France? I think so, yeah, I think so. Someone just paid six figures for a corroded gun that almost certainly doesn't shoot. Yeah, I would say look at it. I wouldn't try shooting that gun. But then the point of having the most famous weapon in the history of art isn't uh, to use it, as Vincent van Gogh allegedly did fatally. The 7 millimeter La Fauchot revolver sold uh, at a Wednesday auction in Paris for a whopping $183,000, a figure nearly three times the estimate. Auction House Auction Art couldn't confirm the weapon's province, our provenance, excuse me, but cited various evidence indicating it must have been Van Gogh's suicide gun. A farmer reportedly found been. it in 1965 in the field of a French village, Auvers-sur-Oire, where Van Gogh is said to have shot himself in the stomach. Why would you shoot yourself in the stomach? God, to that's kill a yourself? tough way to go. It really is. It's just very well, it's painful. Not even I've heard. Guaranteed. <laughs> and it's not guaranteed you're going to die anyway. But I guess shooting yourself in the stomach is extremely I painful. Can't even imagine. So why did he have to torture himself? He already lost well, one ear to he some woman. Clearly, typical. wasn't uh, in his right mind. Mm -hmm. I'm never cutting my ear off for you. I want you to know that. I would never ask you to do such a thing. Thank you, my dear. I appreciate it. I like my ears right <laughs> a where toe, they are. But... Yes, but not an ear. <laughs> a toe, yes, but not an ear. That is it a big toe? I heard a story about you yesterday. Oh God! It goes Here into the we go. file of Tom's not as big a dick as I thought. Oh. So, oh, we like the other kind uh, of stories better. Yeah. What so I was having lunch <laughs> with some salespeople from CCO. They were trying to sell us. And I, it doesn't really right, matter. Right, but, exactly. And we started talking about you and some of the other people in town. And I didn't realize that you went into CCO for John Hines' last day. Yeah, I did. And was on the air for quite a while. And oh, yeah, this you didn't guy's know that? like, No, I didn't know that. I don't follow you around John. all the time. Although yes, you like a liar. Those two have lots of radio stories. Yeah, I bet What about the GPS device you have on my belt? Shh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Ah, no, great. I think the world of John Hines. I've, I've known him. But I know he likes you, but that wasn't my story. So the general oh, sales manager okay, is this guy that. named Jay Daly. Jay Daly. And he goes, Yeah, I heard Tom was coming in, and I, you know, I... I was kind of intimidated because, you know, of his reputation and stuff. And finally, uh, John says, hey, uh, Jay, come on over here and meet Tom Bernard. And I talked to him for four or five minutes. And he was just the, he was the nicest guy in the world. And I said, well, it's, you know, medication will do that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Get on the right medication. Everything will be just fine. Well, thank you. Yeah. That's quite the endorsement. You know, for a mentally ill guy, you're pretty <laughs> yeah, that's nice. Right. Now, that's right. That's you suck a lot less than we thought. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I think that. No, it was a very pleasant day. It was sad for me, obviously. Well, he's, John. you know, he's kind of got a, a sweet deal, I think. He does, yeah. I've known John a long time. He's not as close as you, obviously, but I know he gets to travel to Ireland and see his, yeah, family. see his family. And then he yeah. still fills in on CCO. He was, you know, filling in for Dave Lee the other day. Cy Amundsen was on a week ago. On, on, on for, CCO on for C three hours. That doesn't surprise me. That doesn't surprise me at all. I was coming back from the boat, and it looked like the sirens were going to start going off. So I'm like, all right, oh, yeah. weather, yeah. weather channel. It's like, Cy Amundsen? Yeah, Cy is, a, Cy is a way far lefty, you know. They love those guys. Oh, I know. No, they've become very liberal. They're very CCO. liberal. And I think Chad Hartman drove most of that. Yeah. I think. Which, yeah, God bless them. You believe what you want to believe. Although, I will add, it's very easy to be extremely liberal when your dad's a multi-multi-millionaire. That's right. <laughs> now, I like Chad. Chad's a great guy. I like Chad a lot, as a matter of fact. But um, I actually saved his life one time. Did you know that? Did you really? I didn't know that. He pissed off a North Side guy, and I said... Don't a big old Northside guy. A big old Northside guy, which would have massacred him. But I called him. I said, "Could you do me a favor?" And here's the here, here's my favorite part of it. I said, "You got to do me a favor and don't do this." He goes, "What are you talking about?" I said, "Don't do it, man." He goes, "Well, no, I'm going to do it. It's just the way it is." I said, "No, no, just calm down, take it easy." He goes, "Okay, but you owe me." I'm like, "I owe you? How do I owe you? Because I talked to you out of working somebody over." And the guy went to prison about two uh, no! two months later. So you know, uh, can you say what Chad had done to? Uh... Had something to do with a woman. Okay, that's all I know. And the other one was another guy. I won't even name him, but he was mouthing off about me at a bar, and this guy overheard him. He goes, "You know this guy?" I go, "Yeah, I know who he is." He goes, "I'm going to kill him." 
<laughs> oh, okay. Remember that night? Yes. Yeah, Catherine remembers that. I'm like, yeah. So he didn't kill him either. But now I owe him two things. As soon as he gets out of the big house, I'm sure I'll have to There you up. go. You know what I'm saying. Ah, oh, the joys of growing up in North Minneapolis. <laughs> Just a thrill, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you kind of have to censor yourself when you're around a certain group of people. I mean, you just can't oh, say God, whatever yes. you feel like. You just can't. Firemen? People don't understand. <laughs> yeah, firemen particularly. Just they drink a lot of beer, you know. I don't know if yeah. you know that or not. I grew up with a lot of guys that became firefighters. A lot of cops and It's a weird job because most of it you're just sitting around either lifting weights, eating, or just being bored to death. And then yeah. it's yeah, intermixed by you know five hours of sheer terror where you're trying not to die. Yeah, pretty much the deal. Trying not to die is a good thing, by yep. the way. Uh, so that's that's cool. What is this? The whole these twenty thousand Christians demand they cancel a show on Amazon. It's basically fake. Oh, is it a fake story? Yeah. Oh, really? You think? It's from one organization that has no presence outside of their website. Good Omens is getting good reviews with the Radio Times calling the six-part miniseries a devilishly funny love letter. Oh, is that where the devil and two... It's David two, Tennant, and yeah. Yeah, he plays a demon. Well, no, it's a demon and an angel, and they have to like, angel, save yeah. the world. Right. And I haven't watched it yet, because I'm waiting. I haven't either. But I want to. It looks really, really good. I love David Tennant. And, uh, I heard it's funny. Yeah, well, it has that British, that, oh, God, is it kind of like a smarmy British humor to it, you know? I love that stuff. Right. I mean, they had that in Doctor Who, especially when David Tennant was played the Doctor. And, right, right. Yeah, it's, um, I don't know, it looks really good, and I think the producers or somebody that was involved with Harry Potter produced it, so it looks very, you know, that kind of magical, whimsical look to it. You're so, looking at Tom and I like we've seen Harry Potter. I haven't even watched Harry Potter. <laughs> I've, but seen no, one, looked, I've seen one of them. I did, too. Yeah, I, I mean... Which was enough for me, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Well, granted, I mean, if you don't like the storyline of Harry Potter, I mean, it's still... Yeah, cinem- yeah I can see that. It's, it's still beautiful to watch mm-hmm. on screen. So, I don't know. I'm looking forward to watching it. Well, here's their quote. Please sign our petition telling Netflix that we will not stand silent as they destroy the barriers of horror we still have for evil. What does what, that even mean? Did they say Netflix? Uh, yeah, they said Netflix. It's on Amazon. It's on Amazon. Oh, no, it's on Amazon. It says Netflix. <laughs> I know. It says here Amazon, whatever, and then it goes telling Netflix. Now, here's my favorite part. You know why they're really mad? Because God is voiced by a woman, Frances McDormand. They don't like God being a woman, Catherine, so watch out. Now. What's her name did that 15 years ago? Alanis Morissette played God in a movie. Oh, she did? Everybody got all pissed off. She was kind of like a hippie well, chick God. I have a question. Why would you get pissed off no matter who plays God? Because you need attention. You're trying to get attention is? to yourself. Yeah, I suppose that's true. But wouldn't you be a God, man, or a woman? Actually, for me in my life, it would work out better for me if God was a woman. I don't get along with guys anywhere near as I do with women. So, you know, that all works out in the end. Yeah, I don't know why you would get... Why are they... Yeah, it says here... 20,000 Christians demand Netflix cancel an Amazon show. <laughs> That's the headline. They're like, making oh, it up as God. they go along. They really are. Would you, everybody just settle down with this extremism. God could be a woman. You don't know, and I don't know. So I mean, why do you care? Even if this is real, we're talking about 20,000 out of, what, 8 billion people? Yeah, pretty much. They might as well not exist. Yeah, I know. But don't forget, <laughs> Andy. Yeah, got to blare that on the news. We're telling Netflix to cancel that Amazon show they have nothing to do with. But other than that, we'll be right back in a couple of minutes with the family. It's Tom Bernard with CEO Michael Bilski from North American Banking Company. Michael, we spent some time talking about your free app and money transfer service, XCheck, which is just great, by the way. You can transfer money to your kid to travel home from college and lots of other uses. I got wind of another service you provide at North American Banking Company. What's this Super ID I've been hearing about? Great question, Tommy. Super ID uses your face proof and your finger proof to keep your identity and your money secure. It's really a foolproof way to protect your family and your business from identity fraud. It's simple, fast, and oh, the best part is that it's free to our customers. Super ID, super easy, and super secure. Visit nabanco.com or see my personal banker to get the scoop on XCheck and Super ID. North American Banking Company, a better banking experience. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. 
Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Cataract. There's no better time than now to ditch your contacts and pitch your glasses. Whiting Clinic is the place I trusted to do this for me, and it's not just me. There's a reason Whiting Clinic is the number one LASIK practice in the United States. Dr. Whiting's unsurpassed experience, the most advanced Contura laser technology, and lifetime coverage are all backed by Whiting Clinic's best price guarantee. Being the experts they are, they wanted to make sure you have the very best for your eyes, just like I did. Call now for Whiting Clinic's $500 off LASIK savings. If you're like me, not a big fan of glasses and contact lenses, then it's time you found out if you're a candidate for LASIK. And Whiting Clinic is definitely the place to go. Call 855-554-2020 today. Or visit whitingclinic.com to set up your free LASIK consultation. Remember to tell them that I sent you and save $500 on your LASIK. Offer good for a limited time. Call Whiting Clinic for details. Good for both eyes only. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ooh, who's got their evil ways? Those people. Most people on uh, <laughs> on the uh, show. At church group. <laughs> good omen. Who can't get their... Uh... Streaming services straight. <laughs> uh, just, what you want to do basically is get Netflix to cancel everything on Hulu and Amazon, <laughs> yes. and then they'll own the the whole shooting match right there. So that'll be good. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh God, this is the terrible story. But you know, it says here, ladies and gentlemen, in an emotional video, Star has request after son's death. What if you were given a gift of 1,000 days on Earth? That's how country star Granger Smith is now framing the tragic death of his three-year-old son, River, who died after a drowning accident at the family. You don't want to die drowning if your name is River. That's Mm. terrible. In an emotional nearly 30-minute YouTube video titled Finding Light in Our Darkest Time, Smith and his wife Amber show photos and clips of their youngest child and speak about uh, the time they had with him before he died. Smith says his daughter, London, asked him how long her brother had lived, which is when uh, he did the math and realized it was just over a 1,000 days. If you could live those days barefoot, red hair flying back on your tractor full speed ahead, that's the one thing I do object to. All country stars pretend they have a tractor. Right. It's like, come on, you don't have a tractor. Well, maybe he does have a tractor. I don't know. But that's how terrible is that? So what did the kid die of? He drowned in a pool. No, oh, he drowned in a pool. Like, yeah, he same drowned. thing as happened to Bodie Miller's kid a year ago. Oh, that's right, that's right. Uh, yeah, that's live like Riv as uh, their one request. The Smiths and their tribute with one request: live like Riv. Very sad to hear that. Nobody should lose a child ever. That would be, God, that'd be hard to take. No question about it. I have a, I have a question for you guys. So the fireworks in St. Paul. They have a GoFundMe page. They're trying to raise like 140000 So far, they got like 400 bucks. Okay. Really? So but, it's probably a marketing issue because this is the first issue, time yes. I've heard of it. Otherwise, now they have probably. 410000 But here's what I my, – my question is this. There are 304,344 people that live in St. Paul. So if you each kick in 50 cents, you could raise $150,000 in about 10 minutes. And then Michelle's argument was – well, some people don't want the fireworks. Well, can you afford 50 cents? I mean, my God. Well, and surrounding communities used to go to St. Paul, too. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I mean, literally 15 cents per person. The, that's just the people who live in St. Paul. Right. Why, why can't you put on the fireworks? Why is this hard? Right? I don't get it. I don't know. Catherine and Andy and Alex and I will throw in two bucks. We don't okay. even live over there. I think that the, it's just... Maybe your mic should be facing you. Your mic should be facing you. Fireworks have just turned into a political firestorm. Well, that's what it is, too. I mean, everybody's just worried about, you know, now it's the dogs don't like it. People with PTSD don't like it. We should just ban all fireworks. That's what people are doing now. But it's actually an argument against colonialism, isn't it? That's the big problem that everyone has. I don't know. It's just like I said, if people can be malcontented, they'll be malcontented. Yeah, everybody wants to be angry about something, and I don't, I'd like to kind of avoid that. I've been angry my whole life. I'd like to lay back now and enjoy life, if that's okay with you. I love fireworks. It's my wife that doesn't like them. Her her birthday is the 4th of July, and she's like, whole life, it's like, let's go with all these fireworks for your birthday. <laughs> Man, what just, that's do? just the way she is. What are you gonna do? She cracked it's... me up this morning. She's 
I didn't have to uh, go in right away. So she's flouncing around the bedroom. She's got shorts on and a tank top, and that's about it. And I said, uh, is that what you're wearing to work? Now, my wife works at a big Catholic church. She goes, yeah, it's no bra day. It's a little uncomfortable, but it's not nearly as bad as Genesis Day. <laughs> mm. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, at the top pretty of funny, head. actually. Seven in the morning. New Yorkers went from horror to disbelief Tuesday when an apparent dead baby turned out to be a discarded doll. Wow. Oh, couldn't, you, couldn't you tell? <laughs> uh, NBC New York reports emergency responders declared the child dead before 8 a.m. in a Queens Park, triggering the arrival of at least 100 cops who pitched a crime scene tent, scoured the scene. A woman whose children go to school nearby could hardly speak. That's terrible, she said as she covered her mouth and choked up. That's terrible. I'm sorry. I can't. It's a baby. I can't. Collective horror mounted until a team from the medical examiner's office showed up and noticed that the baby wore a crawling dead T-shirt. They also noticed the baby was synthetic. How does... I mean, they don't look that realistic no, if you really look at them. Not at all. So, I don't know. That triggered a fresh round of relief and outrage as people asked how the mistake stood for about three hours. There's also the question of who dared waste police time. Anytime a child is involved in any kind of crime, the police department goes crazy, so they all come running, said the head of a local community council. Once it becomes a major crime scene, you have uh, so many departments and everyone gets blocked off. As police investigator sergeant says they should have videotaped onlookers at the park, because in my opinion, that person or persons is in the crowd watching this, enjoying the excitement of it all. So they think somebody did this on purpose and wasted who knows how many tens of thousands of dollars in uh, in city services. Probably show up as a YouTube prank. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. Probably. Why would you want to make people, especially young mothers, think that there's a dead baby floating face down in a pond? I don't know. Why do you, Why is that funny? I don't, do you get that? No. I don't understand a That's lot of things a lot of people do. That's not my sense of humor, do. though. No. No, the dead baby joke's I not... Just... Uh, yeah, I can't see you liking that too much. Uh, you're absolutely what do you right. What to do, honey? Let's sneak down to Minnehaha Creek and throw, throw dead mannequins in the yeah. and see what happens. That'd be fun. Yep. Yeah, I don't really, I, again, I just don't understand why people think that's funny or interesting. I, or Like I said, I think we all have way too much time on our hands in this country. Yeah, I guess that's probably true. Yeah. If you're busy, you know, making a living and finding food for your family, then you don't have time for all this crap. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah, I can see like that. like other countries. <laughs> I still want to know why Lenny Dykstra has $80,000 dentures. What? Dentures cost 80000 now? 80000 wow. Well, they're made they of bone They must have missed marrow. a turn on the road somewhere. Weren't we talking about dead babies? <laughs> no. no. We wrapped that up. We oh, okay. Want to go on Hard left. Tom, <laughs> Tom does these segues. Yeah. No, you know what? come out of his own these head. These segues come out of my own head because most of these stories are political as hell. And I'm trying to avoid those. And i got to dig deep. Biden's use of the word boy sparks hot debate. Of course it does. Oh, boy. But he, he called him, he said they didn't call me boy. Why is that a problem? I don't know. Uh, look, and, and this is not a political take on it. You don't want to talk about, you know, Dykstra's dentures. That's your business. No, I was just, I thought I'd missed something. And apparently it was just the, <laughs> yeah. you did. the bridge out sign you, wasn't you illuminated. Missed, you missed the things that go on in Tom Bernard's head. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you <laughs> come over here firing. and try to... I know, lots of times we're talking. We'll have, be having a conversation. All of a sudden he just, like, flips. The, and I'm like, wait, what? What about that Are Ukrainian we... pizza? <laughs> what? Anyway. <laughs> Don't look at me. Back to the point. Don't yeah. look at me anymore. I'm sorry. There's a point. I'll put up the screen. All right, Lenny Dykstra <laughs> apparently went to Jersey Mike's. Good old Jersey Mike's. And he had to take his dentures out because he said, my God, uh, the bread is way too hard. I doubt that. Your bread is too hard for dentures? I don't really understand. There's some pretty crappy dentures if you can't chew 80 bread. grand. Mm. So well, then, <laughs> it won't work very well. Here's my favorite part. Well, patterns. there's speculation that crack apparently is why he lost his teeth. Because oh, no. you put, you keep putting chemicals on your teeth, they just rot out. That's apparently the deal. But here's what I understand: he takes his dentures out to eat a, a New Jersey or a Jersey Mike sub, yep. and then he forgets his dentures wrapped up in a, in a napkin. How do you not go? Hey, much of the time we got to get up yeah. and go back to work. Talk. It's deal. like forgetting to put your pants on when yeah. you get in the car. <laughs> exactly. Oh, look, no wonder I'm sticking to the seats. <laughs> so he, calls, on. he calls back Jersey Mike's and says, hey, I left my dentures at the uh. restaurant. And they said, oh, we already threw all the napkins out. Oh. Nine hours of dumpster diving to find uh. his dentures. 
I want to That's a lot of mayonnaise. Yeah. Nine. Yeah, well, uh, did he pop them right in his yapper right after he found them? No, we ran sure them through the did. dishwasher. Of yep. course he did. Put them through the dishwasher. <laughs> I, I, well, Wipe them down all, with a wilted tomato slice and pop them back in. <laughs> oh, the story, that's not even all the weird part of the story. Oh, it's not? <laughs> There's more? He had a friend helping him dumpster dive. Oh, that's right. A wrestler named Sprinkles the Clown. Sprinkles the Clown, very <laughs> was, famous. Was he in full clown gear, I hope? This is is a great story. I'm glad that you swerved this direction. So So bone marrow dentures. Bone marrow dentures. Bone bone marrow. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. Bone marrow. What? Bone marrow is soft inside your bones. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think he knows what he's talking about. Well, he spent 80 grand on dentures. Well, it's probably a special on late night TV. But I still got to be honest with you. I don't ever forget my car keys. How do you forget your dentures? I must have forgot something. How do you well, not know your dentures aren't in? Not to mention, he takes them out because the bread is too hard. Yeah. And then, what, chews the hard bread with his gums? With his gums? That doesn't make any sense. Uh, no, teeth would really help with hard that. things you need teeth Which for. reminds me of maybe one of the greatest opening lines of a rock song ever. Jay Giles band. Oh, yeah. Take out your false teeth, Mama. I want to suck on your gums. And then they launch right into this tune. Oh, <laughs> Sucking on your gums. Catherine, as much as I love you, I don't want to suck on your gums. I really don't. Thanks for even saying those words. <laughs> just throw those thanks, words thanks your way. If anything, yeah, Jersey Mike's bread is just too big. Doughy. Yeah. It's, it's just too, too much of it. Yeah. So you oh, can't right. like chew it really well because it's there's too much. Why do they do that? I don't know. This is far too big to get to anybody's really mouth. More filling. Yeah. yeah, more bread. They yeah, love bread. I guess. All right, this is not a political thing. It's just finding out why <laughs> Joe Biden oh is God. in trouble. <laughs> Joe Biden has received an earful of, after fondly recalling the civility of Southern segregation of senators in the 1970s, 80s. The former vice president told people at a New York fundraiser Tuesday about working with Senators James Eastland of Mississippi and Herman Talmadge of Georgia. At least there was some civility. That, not from them. The point was that he's, look, and again, I don't have a dog in this fight. I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. There was some civility, Biden told the crowd. What he was trying to say was, even though I hated these guys because they were segregationists, we at least could come to an agreement like we cannot right now. That's all he means. So why are they turning on him now? I don't know. I don't, I don't understand why do they want to go out of their way to turn on people. Because it's fun. But it, uh, I don't know. Biden raised eyebrows by saying that Eastland, who is white, never called me boy. He always called me son. What's wrong with that? I so Eastland know. called him son instead of boy. What, so? I don't know. We know some Southerners, and he, oh. he always called his son son or boy. Boy, come on over here. Yeah, boy, come I mean, on over here. That's just what he called them. Well, he they also, were white people. Also dropped the N-bomb right in front of a guy he didn't know was black, but he didn't know was black? Oh, yeah. Oh, they just, back, You're back. You're going to need to explain. We, we've been going down to Florida for what? The kid eight, was mixed 18 race. years, something like that? 22 years. 20, oh. Okay, 20 years ago, people down south used that word all the time. All the time. Just, and not all in a not in a name-calling way. That's just what, no. I mean, and that's only 20 years ago. They did. I mean, I was, we were all, sh- we were very shocked coming from up north. We were like, what's going on? Well, we're so story, offended. But. The guy told me he sold banking, bank supplies, and he would, part of his territory was Mississippi. Oh, dear. And he walks in, and the receptionist goes, well, how is it outside? And he goes, it's hotter than hell. The chairman of the bank comes out and goes, what did you just say? He goes, what? He goes, did you just use the word hell in front of her? He said, yep. well, yeah, I did. He goes, don't you ever do that again. Now come in my office, and we're good, but don't ever do that again. Yep. So he goes and sits at the guy's office. All around the guy's office, the University of Mississippi, Ole Miss paraphernalia, right? And he goes, well, you're a big Ole Miss fan. Love the uh, big Ole Miss football team. He goes, we got a big end coming next year. You won't believe this big end. And he kept dropping the end bomb. <laughs> but don't say hell, <laughs> but it's okay to say that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, Remember that when he told us that story? I'm like, oh my God. It's a very odd cultural shift down well, there. Well, Dave calls his boys son or boy. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I've ever called Andy boy, though. I always say boys. Nope. Andy boy, how son, you doing? Son, come on over <laughs> here. I don't call you son either. I no. call you Andy. Pretty no. much. Nope. 
And he never called his daughter daughter. He didn't say daughter, daughter come over here. Daughter. No, he did not say daughter no. come over here or so girl. I'm still confused. Why is Biden in trouble? I don't. I mean, he'll get in trouble for something else. I'll read the whole story to you, and then okay. you figure out why he's in trouble. Joe Biden, it's not a political story. It's just yeah. people are nuts. <laughs> Joe Biden has received an earful after finally recalling the civility of Southern segregationist senators in the 1970s, 80s. That's not what he was doing, by the yeah, way. That's not what he was doing. bait sentence right there. Yeah. The former vice president told people at a New York fundraiser Tuesday about working with Senators James Eastland of Mississippi <laughs> and Herman Talmadge of Georgia. At least there was some civility, Biden told a crowd of about 100 people. We got things done. We didn't agree on much of anything. See, he said we didn't agree on much of anything. We got things done, however. We got it finished. But today, you look at the other side and you're the enemy, not the opposition, the enemy. We don't talk to each other anymore, Biden said. He realized that his uh, interest in bringing people together makes him appear old-fashioned to old other Democrats. Per the Washington Post, those <laughs> comments and others sparked criticism and confusion. Why? I mean, what did he say that was so obnoxious? You know, sadly, it's we're just getting warmed up. If you've been we are, following right. the story right about, about <clears throat> the new technology to fake videos, no, no. but we got to take a break and we'll okay. be right back. We'll lead off the next segment with Sprin Sprin talking about fake the next videos. wave of terror in the America. Next wave <laughs> of terror. We'll be right back with the family. What are the things you want to avoid when it comes time to sell your home? Hey, it's Tom with my realtor, Chris Lindahl. If you're like most people, it's things like open houses, staging, decluttering, repairs, maintenance, and all the people coming through your house. Hey, Tom, the Guaranteed Offer Program from Chris Lindahl Real Estate was created for people like you so that you can avoid the things that you don't like doing when it comes time to sell your home. We have been presenting offers for homes in most price ranges. Homeowners are loving our guaranteed offer program, especially how much money they are making on their home sale without the inconveniences. So this program is for all price ranges and conditions, including perfectly maintained homes? Most homes do qualify. To see if your home qualifies, go to chrislindahl.com and click Get Offer right now. Will you be the next homeowner to accept an offer from our guaranteed offer program? Find out now. If you qualify, you will get an offer in 48 hours or less, and the best part is you get to pick a closing date that is convenient for you and close in as little as three weeks. Go to chrislindahl.com right now to see if you qualify or call 763-401-SOLD. That is 763-401-SOLD. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Ladies and gentlemen, Crema. Crema. We are back. We're just talking about how psychotic people have gotten, and that's just the way it is. It's not even a political thing. It's just everybody is angry at everybody else, and everybody hates everyone else. It's just weird. So you're talking about this new uh, methodology. So there's new technology that, technology. and you can find the story, Andy, if you look for it. It's they can take an existing video, and they can change what the person says. Oh yeah, that happened to me. Actually. And it changes their facial expressions to say the word. And there's oh, a yeah. picture of an a, an Asian woman, and she's saying, "Apple stock closed at $189 today, and it's expected to go up tomorrow." And then they doctor the video, and they show how it's done. And then five seconds later, she says, Apple stock closed at $112 today, and is expected to go down tomorrow. I mean, it's, oh, it's wow. I heard a, an interview with an expert that, that is, knows how to detect fakes, and there's some little telltales in there, but oh, really? it's, you Most really have to know what never, you're looking yeah. for. Um, it's like the, they can't get the teeth quite right and all this sorts of stuff, but... If you find it's it, a and that, of that's time, though, it's before kind, they will be yeah, yeah. no, that's uh, it'll it's gonna be aren't I think gonna, distributed through Adobe of all things, which makes Photoshop. Have to address and, this for I think it's I mean, you know the fake legally. audio is one thing, but when people just get go mental over videos now oh, like, yeah. that are kind yep. of yep. clumsily doctored. Imagine if something looks really yeah. slick, like you know. 
Wow. Hillary Clinton says, I hate Jewish babies and want them all killed. Yeah. But there is a segment of the population that will go, see, I told you. Right. Yeah, no, you're and right. Yeah, it's coming right. to a theater near you, I'm afraid. So here's the deal. About almost 40 years ago now, when quite 40 years ago, maybe 35 years ago, whatever, I cut a commercial at Creation Audio. And when, when did synthesizers hit big? Well, the very first the ones mood. were in the early, well, probably the late 60s, but they were very simple. They were basically sine wave generators, and they could only make one note at a time. Okay. And the big breakthroughs were in the early 80s when they could make, be polyphonic, so they could recreate a bunch of different sounds. So this was about 36, 37 okay. years. Yeah, they were, they, were, uh, they were up to snuff back. But and they taught, I asked them how they did it, and they said they used a synthesizer, a Moog synthesizer. Does that make sense? So they altered your voice? Yeah. It was probably a vocorder. Yeah, Yeah, probably a vocorder. That's probably true. But I'm riding along. I cut this commercial, and I'm riding along next day, and a commercial comes on, and there's a line in it that I never said. I was like, God, that's a little. I mean, it sounded just like me. So but they I know took I extra words it. and then they put them into a keyboard and exactly. then played. And that's exactly wow. what they did. They told me, but now it wasn't video. Now it's video. You're screwed. They could make you say anything yep. they want. That I want you to say. That is not good news for well, anybody. Dave just sent me a link. We watched this video. It's got Bill. Is it Hater? Yeah. Is that how you pronounce it? Okay. Yeah, Bill Hater. Yeah. Um, he was doing like an Arnold impersonation. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how they did it, but like as he's doing the impersonation, his face changed to look more like Arnold. Like they digitally. Oh, God. That Ugh. is like kind of scary because if you can imagine yeah. if they can do something like that, um, that they could impose somebody else's face on yours yeah. and just say whatever yeah you know and then it's public knowledge i know it's, it's just it's terrifying well how about that guy in india they made him into a cat while i was doing his i speech. saw that, that was the cat filter <laughs> the cat filter i'll try to be serious i think serious that should be standard for uh, cute cat, though. <laughs> that should cute be standard kid. for c-span anytime they do congressional hearings everybody yes. should be in a cat filter you have to be a cat filter that'd be that'd be phenomenal <laughs> I, I just seriously, this is becoming a real be a real real problem here because if they can make it look like and sound like you said something you never said, that is not good news. I, it's that's terrifying to tell you the truth. Well, you know, for me, what's and I I don't do it as much anymore, but I wind up in these battles on social media when people post stuff that's just completely outrageous that the oh, person yeah. never said. Somebody posted something the other day, and it was Ronald Reagan. And it was well, uh, it was uh, uh, a two a 2A, Second Amendment was he was trying supposedly said this to support it. It was Karl Mar- it was a Karl Marx quote with a picture of Reagan, and I said, "Yeah, Karl Marx said that in 1870." But other than that, and the response is, well, "It doesn't matter. I mean, it's just it's that's what Reagan thought." Yep. Like, oh, oh my God! So they're so going to tell it, you it, what he thought. At some point, it doesn't matter anymore. It it's, doesn't matter and that's, anymore. That's that's why I've got to get away from it because that. Dry, that skyrockets my blood pressure. Yeah, my, well, I understand exactly why I would do that because, oh, I think it's the truth. Well, they're being told in college now, if you think it's the truth, that is your truth, therefore it is the truth. We have a caller. That's terrifying. Is it a terrifying <laughs> caller? I don't know. Is it, it Carl Marx? It is a terrifying <laughs> caller. You know, are you calling from Botswana and you're actually trying to sound like Darkness Dave? Is that the plan? Yeah, t- as it turns out, um, I am here. I've lost my passport and I only need you to uh, send me over $3,500. You know, I got an uncle Facebook in Nigeria so that, I that can, can help get back you out. into the country. Exactly. <laughs> Honest to God. Honest to God, it's it's the, the Nigerian thing, the Botswana thing, whatever the hell it is. It's like, send me money. Yes, let me jump on that right away. And I'd like what I'd like to do is just give you my information so you can just take out money whenever you need it. I mean, my that's God. always when it's most helpful. Yeah, that way we can do a bank transaction much easier in the future, Mister Tom. Yeah, that's exactly right. You just go ahead and take it, and everything will be good. So, so you were you're the one talking about the uh, what was it again? The it's called deep fake ai fake great and if you watch the video and even play it it's bill Hader on conan talking about arnold schwarzenegger and he does a really good dead on arnold voice okay this guy took a free software free software and put it over 
Bill Hader talking. And throughout the video, when Bill Hader starts talking as Arnold, his face morphs into Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, God. And it's unbelievable. And he did this for nothing. It cost him nothing to do it with free software. So what they're saying, the big problem is now they could take, you know, um, somebody that can do a really, you know, Catherine could do a really good Nancy Pelosi imitation. And while she's sitting there talking and saying racial slurs, they could morph her face into Nancy Pelosi oh, and well, release and that during political Dave, season. Dave, what I saw is they were able to do that with just taking a video of a person and then they can change the words that they're saying, and it changes the words. It, you know, it basically takes a sample of their speech uh, and then right. re- reinterprets the words to change and then changes their face to mouth the words. So you don't even have to s- superimpose one person on another, which I think is well, even more frightening. Right. And then but some you're of right, that is what it's called, deep fake. I couldn't remember the name. And in, in some of the videos that you're talking about, um, Doug, you'll notice like sometimes the mom move correctly so they do queue up a little bit you know that that you're not dealing with with this because it's somebody speaking those words and if they could knock out a voice even similar and morph somebody's face over it they said this is probably the next wave of of civilian terrorism is that they could be doing this to political parties to celebrities as a matter of fact the big lawsuit that came out a few years ago oh gosh i'm trying to remember um oh uh, uh charlize theron they deep faked her face in a porn. Oh God! Do you dang. happen to have the right. title? No, what's the title of it? Jerkules. I still. Oh have that God! Title. That was from. I know from the Simpsons, man. <laughs> Jerkules. <laughs> like, really? Okay. That's where onion writers go when they want to make big money inventing porn titles. Yes, exactly. Oh God, I still love the onion so much. I can't even tell you, but. So basically, where do we go next? Are you going to be able to actually just show up in in the flesh as someone you're not? That'd be great. Well, you know, I mean, there is some there is some aspects of that's pretty cool because if they can do this this seamlessly for no money, right? Imagine how many classic movie actors are no longer with us. If we have somebody that can do a good Jimmy Cagney impersonation or a Bogart, we could get um, a current version of the Roaring Twenties. Yeah. With them, their faces, their story, you know, uh, and, and it looking just like them. So there's some cool versions of that that could be done that, you know, will keep celebrities that we love yeah. alive for, yep. for eternity. But the idea that you can manipulate political parties, you can manipulate people straight up with just, you know, false news. It's that pretty terrifying because well, uh, not that I'm jumping on the whole fake news wagon, but no, the, no, the fact yeah, is yeah. that that is the way it goes, you know. Well, what's amazing to me is that uh, that uh, people will. Well, the biggest problem you got. Let's say they they do deep fake somebody and they say something that they never said, and it's not even them saying it. Uh, the greater percentage of people on Earth can't think beyond the level of a twelve year old, so it's going to be quite effective because they're going to believe it's You're true. Right. People see, believe what they want to believe. Or yeah, see, that's what, very true. See what they want to. I can't even. Speak, Unbelievable. No. What do you mean you can't speak? Yeah, well, if you get a chance, watch the video. It'll blow your mind. Um, I have to go now because I have a moth the size of my fist staring at me through the window. I'm pretty sure wants to eat my children. I'm going to be honest with you. I've, <laughs> I've learned that all animals, serpents and the rest, hate your guts. I found that they out. Do. Hey, I, it's just, true. Well, I got you on the it's line. I, I just read that. Are they closing the zoo this fall? No. I, I just be. read that the other day. Oh, no. So you, you might want to up your home insurance if that's true, because they'll probably just let them all loose. <laughs> what do you mean they're closing the I zoo? I read that just the other Forever? day. We should see if it's true or not. You know, I oh, guess my God. I'm moving to Canada. They're closing the zoo. it's always safe, and everything Let's, is happy in Maybe we better Canada. investigate it. So I've okay, got a we'll new safety up. technique because of Michael Bryan about texting and driving. I only read news stories at stoplights. That's a good plan. <laughs> so... That's a good plan. I think that's really that really works quite well. That's right. Andy, could you look that up and see if it's true that they're closing the Minnesota Zoo this fall? Why would they do that? Oh, I suppose. Well, it's, they're not making enough money. But I've also heard that people under 40 years old don't like caged animals. Or not even caged, but, you know, well, fenced Well, and in that's the nice thing about, yeah, I mean, it's a nice zoo. It really is. It is a really nice zoo. Except they already shut down the monorail, which sucked. I like the monorail out there. Oh, I remember the when IMAX that... at the Minnesota Zoo. Yeah, yeah, that closed. That closed. I okay. know that. But I thought well, I read the zoo was closed. Maybe the Como Zoo. No, this uh, is the Minnesota Zoo. I, I, I remember when anything. it opened. I was dating a 
She might not have been the smartest person in the world. What are you looking at me for when you say well, that? Well, I'm trying to be diplomatic. <laughs> yeah, that's real diplomatic. So she, she goes, was a uh, moron. Hey, that's um, dumb being diplomatic. Let, well, let's go to the zoo this <laughs> afternoon. I said, okay, I'll come over and pick you up. She comes out the car. Guess what she's wearing? Seal skin coat. Oh, oh no. Okay, well, you know. <laughs> so I'll all the environmentalists are we're sitting on the monorail and oh, looking at her God. like she's Hitler. No, the only news I'm seeing is that they yeah. replaced the kangaroo crossing with llamas. All right. Llama well, to, I must so have misread saying, it or something. I love their puns. They're like, no kangaroos, no prob-a-llama. And then they have like llama. Oh, it's kind of cool, though, how they, when they had the kangaroos there, you would walk, and yeah. there's like no fencing. There's yeah. just kangaroos walking around. Really? Yeah, it was really neat. I don't know. Are kangaroos dangerous? Yeah, yeah. They were like kick you, won't they? (laughs) They were really docile. I don't know if they. They'll punch you. Yeah, they get a punch you. Um, I think they only do it if they feel threatened. So you're far enough away from them usually. They don't usually and come super close. A lot of them oh, were, okay. like, really young ones, like yeah. babies, joeys. Oh, they were. And so they were so cute. Of course, though, I went on the day that we had that big, that last solar eclipse. So the animals were all crazy because they're like, I don't know what to do mm. here. The sun's going away. And so the animals were acting kind of weird on that day. But, yeah, it was kind of neat just to see the... Really? Yeah. They, well, I, I'm sure their biological clock goes by daylight yeah, anytime. Yeah, that's and, true. Stuff like that. So I don't know, but I, I'm excited to see llamas. I think llamas are cute. Yeah, they are. They're they're pretty docile, aren't they, Andy? Yeah. Llamas. They'll spit at you, though. <laughs> yeah. They will spit at you. I I've wonder seen... if they remove their salivary glands or oh, something. Oh, gross. <laughs> I have seen that. They do spit on people on yeah. America's Funniest Home Videos <laughs> yeah. all the time. They do Oh, that. look at the cute llama. <laughs> spits right That's in their gross. face. Of course, every time I think of them, I think of Napoleon Dynamite. Cause Love it. Oh, yeah. they have like an alpaca, though, yeah. which is similar so. to a llama, yeah. Tina. Yeah. Tina, come eat your dinner. <laughs> you big Tina. fat lard. <laughs> that was a hell of a movie. I know. I Speaking of which, have you like seen Thunder movie. Road yet? If you watch that, you got to no. watch this movie. i got to watch Because it. it feels like Napoleon Dynamite. It's a story about really? a cop who's getting a divorce and his mom dies. And the opening scene is the cop doing his mom's eulogy. It's a one-shot for 12 minutes, and it's heartbreaking and hysterical at the same time. This guy is just a complete lunatic. I told you, I think, and I'm not sure, but I think Don Shelby and I helped to finance that film. Well, it won at South by Southwest when their film festival down there. That's how my my oldest stepson's a film buff, and he told us about it. I'm sure I'll be getting residuals any day. I'm sure you will. uh Uh-oh. Maybe we ought to open the door. dogs in here now. This is going to be great. The pups are here. This is going to work like a charm. Daisy. Good Lord. Well, you better end the segment then. <laughs> <laughs> the 20 seconds, we're going to wrap it up. Well, they're not going to fight. They'll, just, they'll get along. Hey. They won't fight. I wouldn't think so. They just got to stimp each other's butts well. and say hello. Mm-hmm. Why, are, why did you bring that. the dogs in? I told everyone I was bringing no, I'm not saying that you shouldn't have. I'm just saying, why I'm did you bring the dogs in? I'm taking for a run on my way home. Oh, you I are? Okay. So it's all about Hi, you. Hi, Birch. Well, yeah. Birch. Hi. It's all about you. All right, we'll be right back with uh, Hour 2. Alex is here now. Now we have about 85 dogs in here, which is how, how they do things in Alaska. No matter what they do, they bring dogs. We'll be back with the family. <laughs> 